Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, people. Sorry about no episode last week. The Gators were on by and I didn't have too much to say, but I am back. It is the biggest week of the year. Florida, Georgia. Not too excited for this one because I have no idea what to expect, but nonetheless, a game going into it with no expectations. I hope my Gators can come out and and have a repeat of what we did last year, but who knows? We'll see how it goes on 3.30 on CBS. Can't wait to watch, but... Let's get things started. We got Georgia Week episode. I'm going to start off with talking about the current state of the Florida Gators. I'm then going to follow up with a UGA preview, a couple stats about the Georgia Bulldogs, some players to watch, and I'm going to close this out with Dio's Locks of the Week. So a quick current state of the Florida Gators. I decided, like I said, to not do an episode last week with no game. So I had a couple of notes here I was going to mention last week. I saved them for this week. So current state of the Florida Gators, we're 4-3. and three. We're unranked for the first time in, in a couple of years. Coach Mullen is 21-10 and 10 in his last 31 SEC games. I know Gator fans are extremely uneasy. You know, in all kinds of weather, Eh, not always is it in all kinds of weather because right now it seems like the fan base is not happy with anybody within the organization. Uh, A lot of rumors about, you know, fans wanting to get rid of Grantham or Hevesy and just a lot of stuff. It's it's, uh, a lot of turmoil going on in social media for Florida Gator fans. But let's put that aside. We got a game this week versus Georgia, which will really show our true identity We've lost a couple of games this year already, some to teams we shouldn't have lost to. It's been a rough season, but you can't always expect to win it all or make it to the playoff each year. We lost a lot of talent last year. I personally viewed this as a rebuild year going into this year. That's why I predicted us to be 8-4, and four, and I still think we will be 8-4. and four. I still see us winning plenty of games the rest of the season, but this is a tough one. I mean, this Georgia team's one in the country right now. And what better feeling than to spoil their season, spoil their shot at an undefeated season, than an upset in Jacksonville and a second straight win in the largest cocktail party in the world back-to-back years. So with that being said, Georgia Week, as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use your promo code NFL100. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Both teams are coming off of a bye. As I said, UGA is currently ranked number one. Without a doubt, they have the best defense in the country right now. They're battle-tested. They've already beaten four ranked teams at the time when they played them. Clemson, even though we've seen kind of Clemson's season spiral, they haven't even covered this year, let alone, you know, won a lot of games or four and three. They beat an Arkansas team that was 
you know, looked pretty solid. So that's a solid win there. They beat Auburn uh, with a new head coach. They've honestly had a pretty good season thus far. And then they beat a Kentucky team that was undefeated before playing Georgia that beat our Florida Gators themselves. So they have played some, you know, pretty good teams. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, this is a revenge game for them after we beat them last year. Yep, my favorite game of the year last year, no doubt, beating the Georgia Bulldogs and just getting rowdy on the bus ride home knowing we just knocked off Georgia, a battle of two top 10 teams. It was an awesome win last year. It'll be interesting to see who's quarterbacking for the Gators on Saturday. I know fans want AR, some want Emory. Some, there's just a lot of unrest going on. Mullen doesn't seem to have a definitive answer for it. But nonetheless, I think both are great quarterbacks. I expect to see you know, a mixture of both of them. I expect to probably see Emory start off, bring in AR you know, throughout the game, and, and just switch it up a little bit. I mean, you got to use both of them versus a defense like this. That's the number one defense in the country. They got 25 sacks on the season. They, they lead a ton of statistical categories, just really well-balanced. I was looking at their the stats for the defensive leaders, and there's a couple of guys, you know, with, with four sacks or so or a couple interceptions, but just so much depth. I saw an article that said that this, this Georgia Bulldogs defense could at one point have all 11 of these guys that start on defense end up in the NFL, which is pretty remarkable and shows just the talent that is on this team. So we got to use both quarterbacks and try our best to game plan and, and outcoach the Bulldogs to have a shot at putting up some points against a defense that is currently allowing 6.6 points per game. Literally through seven full games this year. And yes, I said they've played Clemson, Arkansas, Auburn, and Kentucky, and then a couple of other games. Seven games, they've given up only 46 points. That's ridiculous to me. And, you know, this game result, like I said is going to show the Gators' true identity. This is always tough when you've lost a couple of games during the season. You can A coach can lose his players. And, you know, I think that happened my sophomore year when we were 4-7. and seven. A lot of guys just kind of lost their, their passion and care for the season. And then when, when Mack Wayne got fired, it was kind of just a, a state of turmoil. No one really knew what was going on. And Kind of lost that culture and that identity that Mullen seemed to bring back when he first started. However, it seems like he could potentially be on the verge of, of slipping and losing that trust and that faith within you know the players as well as already the fan base. So this is a huge game for him to try to earn back the uh, respect and trust of, of Gator fans. So it's going to be interesting to see how this one goes. A couple of team stats I got here. UGA's offense is eighth in the SEC in total yards per game. They're pretty balanced. They're definitely an efficient running team with a lot of versatility in their backfield between Zamir White and James Cook. I mean, you got Dalvin Cook's little brother as your backup running back, and then you got Zamir, who's an absolute beast running the ball. They average over 190 yards a game. The offense averages 38.4 points per game, which is third in the SEC. The defense, really not much needs to be said. Uh, this is pretty impressive resume to, to speak on. Best defense in the SEC and the country. First in SEC in total yards per game, only 207. They allow 144 passing yards per game and 62 yards rushing per game. Just absurd statistics there. Like I said earlier, through seven games, they've only given up 46 points. The fact that they don't even allow a touchdown, a touchdown a game 
in points is pretty impressive, and they're 4-0 against ranked teams, and they're great on convert, converting on third down. A couple of players to watch. Stetson Bennett, which, you know, a year ago you would have kind of thought, yeah, right, like why is he a player to watch? He looked awful versus us. We completely, you know, picked him apart, turned the ball over plenty, had him seeing stars on uh, on the field there. He was getting hit around and got injured during that game, but – so far, it's been a weird quarterback situation there in Georgia, and with JT Daniels having you know some injury stuff going on, Bennett's actually looked pretty good, and he's definitely going to be you know excited for this one, looking to rebound from last year's you know dreadful performance versus UF. So Bennett's you know their statistical leader for uh, the quarterback position. Then you got Zamir White, guy's got 400 yards rushing and seven scores. He's a big, tough running back, and. They also have James Cook, who's a very versatile receiving back as well. So it'll be interesting to see how they split carries there. Defensively, Nakobe Dean, 23 tackles and four sacks, linebacker. And then you also got Adam Anderson with four sacks. And like I said, everyone on that defense has a balanced amount of tackles, sacks, forced fumbles, interceptions. It's just a very good defense with a lot of playmakers. And there's a reason why they're having such a good season thus far. And then we move on to my Dio's Locks of the Week. I'm not going to lie to you guys. This is the most confident I think I've felt this year looking at a slate, which I could be jinxing myself. I'm going to knock on wood here. But let me tell you, I looked at this slate and my mouth started watering, salivating. I was like a salivating dog. Someone throw me a bone. Literally, I was looking at this slate, and I'm thinking to myself, a lot of spreads that I really like, I could easily see myself putting in some parlays this week and some straight bets. But, you know, I give you guys teasers. I actually have a max play teaser, a 10-point sweetheart. This one's a four-teamer, and I'm going to give you guys two teasers. So the first one, unfortunately... Hearing this kind of tells you what my prediction for the game is in the largest cocktail party this year. I got Georgia minus four versus Florida and a 10-point sweetheart. This is a trap game for sports bettors, but I don't know. I'm, I'm going to ride with the team that's only given up six points per game on defense. I think Florida could come in here and surprise a lot of people just like they did against Bama this year to start the season However, after dropping three games, not a, a lot at stake for the Gators in this game. A win would be awesome to spoil Georgia's season and, and beat the number one team in the country. However, I think this Georgia team is way more motivated, especially coming off of a loss to the Gators last year. They want to win another game. They want to be 8-0. They want to stay atop the college football playoff standings, and they want to be the one seed. And... Quite frankly, I'm super impressed with him this year. I hate to say it, but Kirby Smart's done a great job. He's probably the leading candidate to be coach of the year. And I just think this UGA defense is is too talented. And I just don't know how the, the Florida offense is going to attack it because no one's been able to exploit it thus far this year. So I'm going Georgia minus four in this teaser. I am following that up with another top 25 matchup. A lot of top 25 matchups that I like. Like I said, the, my by far my favorite slate of the year. I'm going with my boy Lucas Kroll and the Pittsburgh Panthers. They've been on fire since that loss to Western Michigan. They are 6-1, 6-1 against the spread as well. They're going against Miami. Miami's not a bad team. 
You know, they have a pretty good offense. They average 32 points per game, but the defense is dreadful. They, they allow 30 points per game. They did just squeak one out against NC State, who's, you know, a top top 25 team. That was an impressive win. And Miami's been contending. They, they only lost to UNC by three, lost to Virginia by two. Obviously, they lost by 21 to Michigan State, but they're not a bad team. So I think it'll be a lot better game than people expect, but it's at Pitt. And Kenny Pickett's a dark horse Heisman candidate. He's playing great ball. He's throwing the ball well. Their offense is averaging 523 total yards and 45 points per game. I just, I like him a lot. I think at home, place is going to be rocking. A noon game, you know, a great way to start the weekend for college football. I like Pitt plus one. I like them, you know, outside of a 10-point teaser. I could see them covering a six-point teaser as well. Minus nine, I could see them still covering that, but I'm, I like to play it smart here. Plus one, I think, is a lock. Lock it in there. Pitt plus one versus Miami. That's the second leg. Next up, I am going against uh, Coach Oz, one of my former coaches who's at Michigan. I'm a big Michigan State fan this year. They're 7-0. and They're 5-1-1 one one against the spread. This is like the battle of two of the top teams covering the spread this year. Michigan 6 and 1 against the spread. Michigan State's 5 and 1 with one tie. But this is going to be a great game. This might be the best game in college football this weekend, you know, and rival a lot of good games, but I mean, both teams are identical statistically, averaging, you know, over 34 points per game, barely allowing more than 19 points per game, and uh just some balanced attacks. Michigan can run the ball a lot better. However, you know, Michigan State can throw the ball averaging 250 yards per game, but also 200 yards rushing. Some great running backs in this matchup. Some running backs that just have some great stats this year. I'm surprised the over-under is at 50, but then again, both teams have good running attacks. And, and I expect, you know, this one to be a dogfight in the trenches. So I'm going to go with Michigan State plus six solely because Michigan is favorited by four and it's at Michigan State. I think that's definitely going to play a little bit of a factor there. I don't see this being more than a touchdown score game. I like Michigan State here to cover plus six. I don't know if they win outright, but a 10-point teaser, you got to take the points. Plus six at home sounds like a recipe for success for me. So I'm going to ride that. And then I'm going to finish this off with possibly my favorite bet of the week. And that is Ohio State. Minus eight and a half in a 10 point teaser. They're currently minus 18 and a half at home against Penn State. Nothing against this Penn State squad. I think they're a good team, but they're coming off a loss to Illinois, you know, a nine overtime game. That was a crazy game to watch. But this Ohio State offense, since that loss to Oregon, I honestly think is the best offense in college football. They're averaging almost 50 points per game, literally averaging 49.3 points per game, 560 yards of total offense. C.J. Stroud has matured and grown in front of our eyes, a great completion percentage, almost 2,000 yards and 22 scores. And then Henderson, the running back for Ohio State's been a beast too, 693 yards on only 79 carries with 11 scores. And then you got... Two of the top wide receivers in this draft class and Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. Now, don't get me wrong. Penn State's got some playmakers of the 20th ranked team in the country. And, you know, they can they can pass the ball well as well. They got a pretty good deep attack with, with a couple of speedy wideouts. Uh, Dotson there averages 
He's got 50 catches this year, 563 yards and six scores. And Clifford is, is a, you know, a, a experienced veteran quarterback. However, this is going to be at Ohio State. I think Ohio State is playing their best best ball of the year. They've definitely hit their stride. And I just I see them winning this game by more than eight and a half points. And I could be wrong. This could end up being a dogfight game. But the way Ohio State's been looking these past few weeks, I got to take them. So that's the max play teaser. Four teams, 10 point, UGA minus four. Can't believe I'm saying it, versus Florida. Then Pitt plus one against the Hurricanes. Sparty plus six versus Michigan. And Ohio State minus eight and a half versus Penn State. Notice a, uh, a reoccurring theme there. Other than the, the UGA, Florida game, that's a neutral site. I'm basically going with the three home teams. I, I hope those, those home crowds are going to be rocking this week. Rivalry week. It's going to be a great week to watch college football. That's my 10-point teaser. And I'm finishing things off with just a six-point teaser, four teams. I don't need to give too much uh, detail into this one, but they are Ole Miss plus 8.5 versus Auburn. I love I love that offense. I see I see them I see them winning the game. Auburn's favorited, but I'm going with Ole Miss plus eight and a half. Wake Forest minus eleven versus Duke. We all saw what happened to Duke versus U, UVA uh, either last week or two weeks ago. I think it was you know like one by forty five or so. Wake Forest has got a pretty good team. I see them covering minus eleven versus Duke handedly, so I'm gonna take that. Another really good game if you like offense, Oklahoma versus Texas Tech over 60. I love that. I know that's a, you know, traditionally a high number, but the way college football is nowadays, it's points, points and points. I like the Red Raiders defense to give up a lot of points, but I also like them to score a little bit. I think OU's just has a completely new identity since Spencer Rattler's been benched. I see them scoring a lot of points. I see that overshadowing 60. And lastly, the, probably the biggest disappointment of the season this year in college football, Clemson. 0-7 against the spread. I'm giving you guys six points against the Florida State Seminoles that, you know, they're doing pretty well these past few weeks, but they are just not that great of a team. You start off the year, Clemson, you were ranked third. Can you cover minus three and a half, please, versus Florida State at home? So that's my six-point, four-point, or my six-point, Four-team teaser. It's Ole Miss plus eight and a half. Duke is not covering minus 11 against Wake Forest. I'm going with Wake minus 11. OU Texas Tech over 60. Clemson minus three and a half versus the Seminoles. That's it for Dio's Locks of the Week. Again, I look forward to watching this Florida game. Question mark. I'm not 100% sure. I hope we can keep things close. But... Nonetheless, the largest cocktail party in the world and a great slate of college football. Just the best, I think, this year thus far. So tune in this Saturday. Watch all these games. I appreciate you guys listening. As always, this is presented by Bet Online. Tune in next week. You guys have a good one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.